I'm shook. Welcome to the Holly Shook Podcast. I'm Armin, and as always, I'm joined by the best co-host in the world. I'm contractually obligated to say that. Ryan Alkair, how are you, Ryan? So good, Armin. Thank you. Also contractually obligated to not tell people what's in the contract. So just watch out for that, please. I forgot the NDA portion of the contract. It just like kind of takes away from the authenticity if you tell people you're forced. Okay. But I'm an authentic guy, so I have to tell people what's real and what's not. Well, my lawyer will be contacting you a little later today, but we'll deal with that at the end. Is this the first meta scandal of the Holly Shook podcast? I feel like we've had a few, but yeah, this is the biggest one. It's getting legal involved. I really hope another scandal podcast does a, a podcast episode on Holly Shook one day, on us, a scandal between us. It's like too meta to deal. <laughs> There's a scandal podcast on just scandals about other podcasts. <laughs> oh my There's God, pod- wait, that's an idea. Yeah, wait, write that down. Wait, let's write it down. Let's trademark it. We just cover ourselves. So narcissistic. It's already narcissistic to have a podcast and then to do a podcast about your own podcast. It's like next level. That also means we have to start producing a lot more scandals because we're not prolific enough right now. Oh, girl, I could get it going. Don't don't test me with a good time. Should we do it? No. (laughs) I don't want to fight anymore. (laughs) It's over. Let's end it. Well, right. Today is a very special episode. It is the first ever mailbag podcast on the Holoshik podcast. Hell yeah. So, Ryan, do you want to break down exactly what we're doing today? Yes. So, this is a historic first. um, First of many. And as a lot of you probably know, we have an amazing support system in all of our listeners. But we have a lot of very special people who have been supporting us on Patreon. And... Through our Patreon um, subscription, as you know, you do get a few extra bonus podcasts every month that are exclusively for our Patreon subscribers, but they also get a few other perks, including um, being able to send us questions that they want us to ask or they want us to answer. And that is what we're going to be tackling today. We have our first mailbag podcast. That's what we're trademarking this as for now, (laughs) mailbag. And we have a few questions that we've chosen from our subscribers. And we're going to just kind of break them down. And we have some good ones on here. So I'm really excited. It's like so interactive. I know. I love it. And if you all want to check out the benefits from our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash hollyshook. In addition to getting a question answered, you also get a shout out on the podcast once a month if you are a Shook patron. So let's get to it, Rye. Let's do it. So our first question that we're going to answer is from Carrie. Shout out to Carrie. Thank you so much. Carrie is actually our longest running Patreon supporter. Yeah, I think she started this whole thing off. This is all your fault, Carrie, honestly. (laughs) So thank you, Carrie. (laughs) Thanks, Carrie. So her question is a fun one. Um, she says, hi guys. Hi, Carrie. That's her question. No. Um, (laughs) she's asking us, who is the biggest celebrity you've ever met? I actually love this question. I want you to go first. This is a tough one. I've met a few celebrities and I think 
It has to be between Halle Berry or Matthew McConaughey. Please explain. So the story of meeting Matthew McConaughey, I think, is a bit better. It was on a flight to Brazil, and he was in first class, and I'm walking down the aisle. I notice it's Matthew McConaughey, despite the fact that he has like a little newsboy cap on, and he's trying to look really low-key. He doesn't want to be noticed. Right. And this was actually on the way to Brazil for the Olympics, and his girlfriend is Brazilian, so if you remember... Matthew McConaughey was spotted at a a lot of different Olympic events. It was a whole deal. Like, where is Matthew McConaughey going to show up next at the Olympics? He loved the swimming events, if I remember correctly. But anyway, I see him and I want to say something. I'm kind of that guy who always wants to say a little something. Usually just a quick shout out. LOL, I think we're the same person. (laughs) But I don't want to shout them out for an obvious work. And at the time, oh God, it would have been obvious to say... I love you from True Detective or Dallas Buyers Club. Right. Or maybe one of his more popular rom-coms. I don't know. So I'm thinking in my head, what would be the perfect film to shout out in this moment? So then I (laughs) say to him, hey, man, A Time to Kill is one of my favorite movies. Oh, God. (laughs) I've never heard of that movie. (laughs) It's like his first ever starring role. It's a really good movie with Samuel L. Jackson. And it's all about, like, racism in the South and Matthew McConaughey being this white lawyer defending this black man who murdered these two men who uh, raped his daughter but got away with it. The justice system didn't prevail. They got away with it, and he took revenge upon himself. So he was being tried for murder, and Matthew McConaughey's like, I'm going to defend this guy because he was put in a screwed up position. It's really this great movie, and it has this wonderful ending, a great closing argument by Matthew McConaughey, delivered brilliantly. So I said that, and he was like, thanks, man. Like, he really appreciated it. So you guys are almost besties. We're pretty much besties. I text him every now and again. <laughs> Just to remind him that you've seen his earlier work. So so who's the biggest celebrity you ever met? Okay, well, mine's, like, so random. Um... I feel like I, I feel like if I really was racking my brain, there's probably a more personal um, like story that I could tell, like like a, where I have a more personal reaction with someone. But um, I can't really, in terms of like just kind of funny moments, this is the one that's that jumps out at me. Um, I was, I want to say this was like my senior year of college, um, if not like right after graduating. No, it's definitely my senior year. Mm, junior year. You guys know I don't know what the fuck happened ever from year to year. So so <laughs> on brand in- that you don't know what time this is. Some year in college and my friends and I were going to um, the Disclosure. Disclosure was having a show um, at LA Live, which is just like kind of a big, it's where like the Staples Center is, um, downtown Los Angeles. There's like some concert venues um, and you know, all that jazz. It may have been a private Katy Perry concert. I don't know. I was going to LA live. Did this even happen? I don't know if this might've been a dream, but, um, (laughs) we were walking and I was, you know, zero details. (laughs) Well, I've only been to two concerts at LA live and it's those two concerts. And I can't remember which one this happened at, but, um, we were walking and I was walking ahead of my friend 
like ahead of my group of friends kind of because I'm gay and I walk fast and um all of a sudden like this person like is walking towards me and I do like a double take and I just go oh hey how are you and he's like hey how's it going and I was like so good to see you and he's like yeah you, you too and just like kind of like had that little interaction and my friends were like who was that like how how did you know them and I was like oh that was um that was Conan O'Brien <laughs> And they were like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, it was just, just Conan. And they, they were like, why did you talk to him like you guys are, are like old pals? And I was like, I honestly don't know. Like, that was just my first reaction of how to greet him. Like, just being like, what's up? Hey, hey good to see you, sir. And he, like, played it off and kind of just was like, yeah, so nice seeing you. Like, as if we were, like, good pals from way back. That's um, a very Conan thing to do. Super Conan, and not that know. I'm best friends with him or anything like I am with Matthew McConaughey, but it is a very Conan thing to do. You know Conan, um, so that was a fun moment just because my my friends didn't see him, like they didn't like double take because they just thought I was talking to like a friend or a coworker. And how did like, they no. not recognize Conan O'Brien? He's like six foot five. Well, I didn't really recognize... That's why I did a double take, because I was like, oh, that guy's super tall. And I didn't know he was that tall, because I'm like used to him like sitting down, right. I feel, behind the desk. <laughs> right, right. I was like, oh, that looks familiar, but he's so tall. And then I like did a double take, and I was just like, what's up, hey? And I don't know. I, f- I found that that's like my my MO with if I see like a famous person. I kind of just go like, oh, what's up? Like, I also walked up to Charlie Puth, the singer Charlie Puth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he was at a concert that I was at too. And I just like walked by him and I literally just went up and go, Hey, how are you? And like shook his hand. He's like, Oh, uh, good. How are you? I'm like, really good. Like, so nice seeing you again. And he was like, yeah, you too. And I was like, all right, enjoy the concert. And like walked away. And my friends were like, what the fuck? Why did you just like act like you were friends with Charlie Puth? And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like if you just approach them and act like your friends, they're not going to like, they meet so many people, they're probably just like, oh, yeah, I've probably met you at some point. And then you just walk away. Like, I'm not trying to, like, sit and chill with them, but I'm just going to say hi. I have it another time. I've done it, like, five or six times to different people. It works every time. They're people. So if you're friendly, they're going to say hi. It's usually if you're creepy, then they're going to be standoffish. Right, like I've 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 never done like the whole like oh my god like I, uh, oh my gosh like how like so cool like I love you like that's when they're like uh what the fuck but I'm just like I want to say hi to them because I like know who they are and like I am a fan but I'm just gonna like act like we're like good old pals and like just say hi and move on. One moment where I kind of connected with the celebrity was when I was on an elevator with Jalen Rose who is an ex-basketball player, but he's on TV all the time because he's doing analyst work or he's on talk shows. He's everywhere. He loves doing media. And he was actually a very good basketball player. And anyway, we were in downtown at this restaurant, this Japanese restaurant. I forget what it's called, but it's on like the 23rd floor of this building. So we enter this elevator. (laughs) It's a long ride down. Yeah. He's there with his girlfriend, fiance, and I look at him and I say, oh, hey, Jalen Rose, like, nice to meet you. We've actually met before. We had met before, and we talked a little bit the first time, and he's really friendly. So we just start talking about basketball, 
And then he starts telling me about his book that's coming out. And I start asking him questions about this like long running feud that he's had with one of his like ex best friends. Stop. (laughs) Yeah, it's ridiculous. So then we get to the lobby and we're just chatting. We're talking about (laughs) NBA history. We're talking about the Detroit Gems. We're talking about all these things. And his fiance, girlfriend, whatever, she is pissed. She's like, yeah, can we go? Can we go? But he just wants to keep talking. It was kind of a cool moment, actually. She's like, get this loser away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me tell one more story. I have have a few of these, but I'm going to cap it here. (laughs) I was at dinner with Camille at the Ivy, and Lisa Vanderpump was at the table right next to us. Yes. And you know Camille. She loves Lisa Vanderpump. She loves The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So she is fangirling the entire time. We basically can't have dinner because... She's just so stressed out that Lisa Vanderpump is on at the table next to her. Like, I'm sure you've seen that experience, or maybe you've even felt it, too. Oh, yeah. I would freak out every time I saw her in West Hollywood. So, we basically can't have a normal dinner. And <laughs> I think we are leaving around the same time Lisa is leaving. And I'm like, Camille, you have to say hi. Yeah. You don't know if you're ever going to meet her again. And by the way, Camille would end up meeting Lisa Vanderpump like two more times after this. Because if you go to West Hollywood, you're going to meet Lisa Vanderpump. So in this moment, I'm like, let me just go say something. So I go to Lisa Vanderpump and I say, hey, Camille over here, she loves you. She's a huge fan. Would you take a picture with her? You know, she's had me watch all five seasons of The Real Housewives. Like nonstop, she's playing it. All day long, on a loop, she's obsessed. And Lisa Vanderpump responds, There's only been four seasons, darling. Stop. So embarrassing. <laughs> it was so good. Because I just didn't remember how many seasons there had been. And actually, I think season five was about to premiere, so that's why I said that. And yeah, Lisa Vanderpump with the perfect LVP clapback. And, but she, she took the picture with Camille. It was really oh. cool. It's a great picture, actually. <laughs> I need to see that picture. She's like, you're an idiot. There's four seasons, darling. Where's your girlfriend? The, the darling really capped it off. It was perfect. Yeah, the darling is just perfect, like degre- degrading you, like darling. There's only been four seasons, darling. It's vintage I have, LVP. I have a few Vanderpump Rules um, star interactions that we'll have to get to another time. But You do, especially with James Kennedy. James Kennedy, Ariana... In person and on Instagram, me and Ariana are good friends. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, th- that was good. Thank you so much, Carrie, for that question. We uh, had a lot of fun with that. That was awesome. Yeah, please never ask us this, that question again because we could go on for ages. How annoying. Um, oh, Lala. I could give my Lala story. Okay, maybe so every time we do this, someone has to ask this question so we can get all of our stories out. Yeah, I have, a I, few, have- I have a few more in the bag for this one. In the mailbag, wink. Okay. Um, thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. All right. On to the next. This is from Carolyn. What's up, Carolyn? Shout uh, out. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. You're amazing. Um, okay. Hey, Ryan and Armin. That's me. Do you have any plans on presidential scandals? Maybe including a volu- voluptuous? Voluptuous. <laughs> voluptuous blonde. We're assuming you're talking about freaking Marilyn Monroe and the Kennedys. Is it the Kennedys? The Kennedys, JFK. 
Mm-hmm. Well, actually, so I don't know much about that scandal um, because I don't know history. And, um, but I was. Or watching- times and dates and places. So you're right. like, was JFK president in the 60s or 80s or 20s even? Who knows? Didn't even know he was president. Um, so I was actually watching um, Broad City. For anyone who watches Broad City, one of my favorite shows, it had its final episode this past week. I cried twice. Okay. (laughs) Don't want to talk about it. I haven't watched it yet. No, I cried twice. It's so good. Great ending. Great ending. Uh, Love um, Abby and Alana. Yeah. One of the scenes they're talking about, she's having um, Abby's recording Alana talking about different like... um, you could call them scandals, I guess, conspiracy theories more so. Right. And one of the conspiracy th- theories she talks about is how she's convinced the Kennedys murdered Marilyn Monroe because she knew too much and she was about to expose all of their secrets to the world and ruin their name. So that she's, she says that she's convinced the Kennedys murdered her um, in private. And that's just a funny that you asked that question this week because I... Didn't really know that that was a conspiracy theory until Broad City this week. Oh, there's a lot of Marilyn Monroe conspiracy theories. In general, I think more so people would pin it on the CIA and not the Kennedys directly. Mm. But yeah, that's that's a scandal we'll cover for sure, no doubt. Marilyn Monroe is on the docket for probably both of us. It's just about <laughs> which one of us gets to it first. Yeah. We'll see. I am now interested because I love a good conspiracy theory. And I didn't know that this was such a like well-known thing. I thought she just like died and like normal. Um, well, she didn't die like normal. How'd she die? She overdosed. Um, right. So mm. people have theories on it. She died young, very young. Yeah, I know it was tragic, but I didn't know it was that. Crazy. I didn't know she was, like, that involved with, like, the politics of it. So maybe I should... Well, I feel like if I did it, I would do it, not do it justice. Because I would be so confused the whole time. So maybe I'll leave that one to you. <laughs> and I'll learn through you. Um, We'll see. We'll see. I definitely have this actually on my list. So I'll be upfront about that. We, we keep our lists hidden from each other. But yeah. we both have running lists of potential scandals that we want to do. And, of course, we never know... Uh, what you know the other person is going to do so it's always a surprise and I'm always worried you're going to take a couple of my favorites away from me but you haven't so far which is great yeah I don't think you've done any of mine either so that's perfect we have like very I feel like we have two very different brands when it comes to what we're interested in so that's always good we don't have a lot of overlap but I could see both of us you would be more into the politics side of this scandal I would be more into like the like Hollywood starlet like damsel in distress side i feel and there's some interesting jfk tidbits apparently he was a huge sex addict like he he would get around and of course everyone knows this marilyn monroe was one of his mistresses so Mm -hmm. yeah this is definitely um in the queue and in terms of presidential scandals in general i don't think we're going to get too political on this podcast but if it's tangentially related to Hollywood or celebrity or it's juicy enough like I kind of want to do Chappaquiddick who Chappaquiddick even though it's not Hollywood 
it's been depicted in pop culture so many times. There was just a movie about Chappaquiddick. This is just one of the more infamous scandals in political history. It's Ted Kennedy's scandal where he was presumably with his mistress, drives off a bridge, and basically left her to die in a lake. I've never even heard of this. You don't know this? No. Yeah. He, he's able to get out of the car... And he doesn't even call the authorities until the next day. And by that time, mm. she is dead. Yeah, I would assume so. It's really messed up. That Chappaquiddick is on my list. I'll be okay. honest. Don't give too much away, <laughs> honey. <laughs> but yeah, I think we'll get into a few political scandals, maybe a couple presidential scandals specifically. Yeah, I could see us doing some like Hollywood overlap. Like. I could find something with like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know. Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. That could be something. Uh, yeah, that one's touchy though because, you know, it's kind of problematic. But that's a, a part of our Holly Shook podcast, we right? We present the retrospective look. Right. We don't stray away from the problems, as you guys know. Um, I feel like so a big yeah. part of that scandal will be the response to the scandal and how the media treated Monica Lewinsky specifically. Yeah, because I'm so interested in, like, her as a person. You guys know I love, like, a good, like, from going from an unknown to, like, a household name or, like, a normal person kind of being caught up in a scandal. I'm obsessed with that. So she's, like, a she's like the prime example of that type of thing. Um, and she was dragged. Dragged. It's, like, really bad, that poor fucking girl. Um, yeah, so I guess we do have a few on the docket. Less like poli- like less political scandal, more like kind of Hollywood pop culture that involves like a, a p- politician. Or if like Hollywood loves the scandal. Yeah. And like made a thousand movies on it. Like a JFK assassination episode, maybe. I mean, I feel like that's not really what we do, but it's possible. I don't know. That's kind of conspiracy theory-esque too. Right. I think kind of overlaps with scandal. I love a conspiracy theory. A conspiracy, as I would call it. Um, Nixon okay, and Watergate, Tor- that's something. There's a lot out do you there. Want to read our um, last little mailbag quest. So this is from Wanda. Shout out, Wanda. Hey, Wanda. So the question is what do you guys think of the Car Jenners clapping back at Jamila Jamil's criticism of their peddling weight loss tease by saying, quote, If there is work that is really easy, that doesn't take away from our kids, that's like a huge priority. If someone was faced with the same job opportunities, I think they would maybe consider. So, Rai, should I give a little background on this question? Yes, you should. But first and foremost, you guys know I'm not like a huge Kardashian person. Car Jenner, that is hilarious. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard that. Trademark it. it. I hate it, but I love it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, give a little bit of details. You were describing this a little bit to me because I was not super in the know. I had actually just seen something about this yesterday, but I didn't like totally read into it. So if you're not familiar, the Kardashians and Jenners and other Instagram influencers will often post ads. And the ads will be for different weight loss supplements or even appetite suppressors. And the thing with many of these, if not all of them, They're not FDA approved. And the side effects can be pretty brutal. Like diarrhea and many other, you know, side effects that you just don't want. 
And again, it's because they haven't been researched, they haven't been tested, and aside from those side effects, they may just be bad for your overall health. You may be actually poisoning your body with these like crappy substances. But they post him because they get paid a shitload to do so. It's been rumored that Kendall Jenner, for example, can get up to $250,000 per post. Just for a single Instagram post, right? I want to fucking murder everyone. <laughs> no, you want a Instagram following that allows you to make a single post for $250,000. I don't even know. Yeah, okay. Keep going. I have like a whole thought. Anyway... Uh, They post these, they make a lot of money, but they aren't fully transparent, obviously, because they'll post these photos with their, you know, nearly perfect bodies, insinuating that these like teas or supplements or appetite suppressors are what got them to that physique. However, they don't disclose that they also have personal chefs, personal, personal trainers, this, that, and the other that are all helping to sculpt these perfect bodies, if not getting work done as well, on top of it all. So Jamila Jamil, who is super dope, she is uh, one of the stars of The Good Place, one of the most popular sitcoms, if not the most popular sitcom going right now. She's calling it all out. And she is saying, you are influencing, I mean, that's literally the point, right? They're influencers, influencing a lot of young, impressionable girls, and they're are a lot of drastic consequences to creating these unrealistic body image goals. And whether it's them purchasing these substances that aren't really going to help, or it's going to be the effect of these substances, or you could look into the psychological effects when they aren't able to reach those body goals, there's a lot going on and it could be really disastrous you know, for their personal, physical, and mental health. So she's calling it out. The Kardashians, like I read in that quote, don't give a shit. They literally are like, look, if we can make money, we're going to do it. Quote, if someone has was faced with the same job opportunities, I think they would consider. And the funny part is Jamila Jamil clapped back and she's like, oh, I have been offered the exact same opportunities. I just don't take them. Remember, there is still ethics in business. That's the whole thing. Business ethics is a whole thing. And just because you're presented with an opportunity doesn't necessarily mean you should take it. Just because it is lucrative doesn't mean it's right. That's the point of being moral and ethical. Anyway, having said all that, Rai, what are your thoughts? I love this question, by the way. It's a great question. Um, I did, I looked at uh, Jamila Jamel's Instagram when you were talking about this to see because sometimes I'm like, okay, well, they probably don't make as much money if they don't have as many followers. She has almost 2 million followers, so she's probably making a shit ton of money too. That's 2 million instant people who are seeing this ad. And she said no, which I think is really awesome because she's, yeah, she doesn't believe in the product and she doesn't use the product. So to promote it is just, it's kind of like skeezy in my opinion I think a lot of the shit the Kardashians do is skeezy. Um, and I hate that their response was like, it, it's work that doesn't take away from our kids. I'm like, bitch, half of your work doesn't take away from your kids. Like, 
you sit on the fucking like phone and you post an Instagram. That's like half of your job, bitch. Like you're doing it while your kid's sitting right next to you. If you're even watching your kid at this point, like God knows you have a million people working for you and you're probably not with your kid like that often anyway. So I hate that they're like trying to pull the like, we're working moms and you would take the money too if you could. Like, that annoys the shit out of me. Like, you're annoying. <laughs> also, technically, being with their kids is their job. Reality yeah, TV. Fucking job is to be videoed and put on TV with your fucking family. So yeah. you're not away from your kids to get paid. Like, bye. But they I, want more. There is more out there. I just think that that response is like so gross and like they don't even like it, it, it's not even like they responded with like a actually we like believe in this product and like we like this this and that they just literally are like you would fucking uh advertise a shitty product too if you got paid to do it like that's literally what they're saying oh yeah because let's be clear they do not believe in this product and they do not use the product they don't use that product are you kidding me the products for like normal people who are poor and think that not poor, but who think that like a product is the, what is going to make them skinny. Like they, the Kardashians don't get skinny from a tea. They get skinny from paying millions of dollars to people to feed them and work and give them workouts and also plastic surgery. What? Exactly. Because this is way cheaper than what they invest in their bodies. It's like you said, it, Definitely runs in the hundreds of thousands of dollars per year between their personal full-time chef, personal trainers. They are spending probably between all of them millions of dollars a year on their physique. The regular person cannot do that. And then they turn to alternatives. And unfortunately, a lot of people are impressionable. And if you're idle and a lot of people look up to the Kardashians and the Jenners and if they think that the Kardashian, the car Jenners are doing it and it's working then people will purchase the product to follow suit but like jamila jamila saying this is not how they are getting to this place and they need to be upfront and transparent about that but they're not being that because they want more 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 and more and for me rye i just don't get this obsession with more like i'm sure some people listening will say like i are you crazy like if you could get more money then why wouldn't you They make absurd amounts of money. They are so incredibly wealthy. And I'm not hating on all that game. Like, yo, if you could sell a Bitmoji, do it. That's not hurting anyone. Why do you need the extra, like, 50 grand? Because, you know, they're not all getting Kendall Jenner money. Um, Probably between 50, 100 grand for every post. You don't need that. You really don't need that. I'm sure some people are listening saying, Armin, you're crazy. That's 50 to 100, 100 grand. That's like a penny to us. That's pocket change to them. It's nothing. So why endanger other people? That's that's what they're doing. And you should feel responsible for products that you're selling. You really should. Right. Well, that's why I really respect what Jamila's doing. Because if it does get enough attention, then maybe they'll stop promoting it. Because I think at the end of the day, also, like, they have to realize that these posts... I mean, they are such, like, a... They're a family that relies on public approval, essentially, and being put in a good light, which we've talked about a lot recently with the whole fucking Jordan Wood shit. Right. So they rely on 
on being looked at positively. So if this gets enough negative attention, I think that they will probably weigh weigh the pros and cons and be like, well, the pocket change that we're making from this is not worth the negativity that is being put with our name. So I really respect that. And Jamila knows that too, probably. She's like obviously very smart. So she's like, if I can like drag it through the mud, then maybe they'll stop doing it. And that's uh, that's her goal. I don't think her goal is to like shame the Kardashians and make them look like bad people. I think her goal is for to have them stop advertising this. Yeah. She's trying to put pressure on them so they could reform their ways. They are the most influential influencers, right? Yeah. So they invented essentially. Yeah, they invented it. You're right. So you would hope they would have ethical business practices. They are not so far. I don't expect it out of the average Instagram influencer, like the Instagram model who has a few hundred thousand followers. Whatever. If they do it, I'm really not surprised, but I feel like there is an extra weight of responsibility for the Kardashians and the Jenners because between them, they have hundreds of millions of followers. Yeah, they are reaching more people than a normal Instagram person, which I'm like, the Vanderpump Rules cast, they're always doing like Smile Direct Club, Diff Eyewear. Yeah. That's harmless. It's probably cheap ass cheap sunglasses but that's okay that's not Herman anyone I'm like why don't they just promote that type of stuff you're right but these weight loss supplements could like yeah. I said I tried to outline it earlier they could have really drastic consequences well also like that product is only one that really is gonna be advertised on something like Instagram like it's a type of product that benefits from the influencer culture for sure like I don't think if they like had like a normal TV ad or like magazine print ad, it would it would be as effective. But seeing someone on Instagram like looking hot and promoting it, that's the way that they're going to get business. So right, it's kind of gross all around. The whole thing is gross. It really is. Well, I think that's it for our mailbag this month. That was a lot of fun. That was really fun. I'm really excited about this little monthly moment now because we have been talking about it for like a couple weeks now. And I wasn't like sure how it was going to go. And this was actually so cool and fun. And I liked kind of interacting with some of our listeners. That was awesome. Yeah, those were excellent questions, everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah, if you would like to submit a question, you can find um, all that information on www.patreon.com backslash Holly Shook. Was that correct? That was perfect. Cool. I don't think I've ever said it. Um, and you can look into how you can get involved get bonus episodes, get shout outs and give us some questions to answer for next month's mailbag episode. But and until then, even join us for even more personal interactive live chats uh, mm-hmm. because every Patreon supporter starting from our lowest tier gets access to our Facebook group where we'll be doing online interactive live video chats. So that's where you could just throw a bunch of questions at us, ask us anything which i'm really nervous for because a lot of you guys don't know what i look like which is really good for you and then you're gonna find out what i look like and maybe start unfollowing but (laughs) right are you kidding me you're so handsome thank you i was fishing for compliments (laughs) um yeah so super excited for that too lots of cool stuff on the way and you can get involved with a simple click (laughs) i love that a simple click that's all it takes 
That's all it takes. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening. Thank you to Carrie, Carolyn, and Wanda for our amazing questions. Those were all awesome. Keep them coming, guys. And we'll see you guys soon, right? Yes. Bye. TTYL. Bye.